Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty. And luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Have you shopped for groceries this week? Bought gas? Literally everything costs more. But there is one way to protect your budget and stay ahead of surprise bills. American Home Shield. They help pay when covered parts of home systems and appliances like your fridge, AC, and water heater break down. With three coverage options and easy monthly payments, there's a plan and price that's right for you. Right now, save $50 when you join American Home Shield. Visit ahs.com music or tap the banner to learn more. Service fees, limitations, and exclusions apply. See plan for details. The clip coming up now is from our Blue Room Extra service over on Patreon. Earlier on, I spoke to former Sunderland goalkeeper David Priest. Uh, you'll sure you've heard on all kinds of broadcast platforms talking about goalkeeping and providing expert analysis about Jordan Pickford and his form at the moment. Uh, David spoke about all kinds on what it's like to be a goalkeeper on the training ground and look in a little bit more detail at Jordan's form at the moment. If you want to hear this interview in full, it's patreon.com slash the blue room extra you can listen to this tons more stuff on there have already got stats pack subscribers weekly looking back at the game against crystal palace and loads more to come this week over the break and looking ahead to that game against arsenal that's patreon.com slash the blue room extra david does join us now to have a chat about jordan pickford david thanks very much for coming on first and foremost yeah, thanks for thanks for inviting me on. Anyway, no, no problem at all. I always always great to catch up and get your insight on on all things Jordan Pickford. Uh, before we start speaking about this, um, obviously some of our listeners might not have heard you you on this show before. I was reading your tweets over the weekend, and you you were talking about Jordan. And you said you are to quote yourself invested personally in him. Could you just sort of clarify what you mean about that? Because I imagine a lot of people will will flock to your Twitter page after listening to this and sort of look for more for what you've got to say about Jordan. Yeah, it just, I mean, he's a Sunderland lad, uh, a bit like myself. We both uh, we, we both joined Sunderland straight from school, you know, and he's, he's uh, you know, he's just somebody who, uh, since he first joined Sunderland, who follows closely and, and, and being able to watch him over the year. Uh, over the course of his sort of uh, his gradual rise through the ranks, you know, away from Sunderland on loan at places like Alfred and, and uh, in York and uh, uh, not York, um, uh, in Preston and um, 
Yeah, and and then when he, once he got into the uh, the Sunderland team, you know, I watched him as a as a fan because I still, you know, I'm still a big fan of uh, Sunderland his hometown club. So you know, you, you, like I said, there's some players as much as you try and be analytical about about things, you, you, there's no getting away that you can. I like say you can you can have favourites and have, uh, like I said, a, a personal interest in in players, and he's certainly somebody who's uh, in the past of you know, yeah. I've, Let's say because of because of the performances that he's had and because he's risen to to England's number one, he's, he's somebody I'm really willing to do well, you know. Hmm. And it's, I suppose we all we all have those sort of players, don't we? But I mean, I wanted to speak about some of the the off the pitch things first before we get into the game on Saturday and what what Jordan had to say afterwards. And obviously, you, you know, said there you personally invested in him, you, you followed his career closely, and I think. One of the things that's sort of been levelled at Jordan since the World Cup, where he had that you know rapid rise to fame and he played so well at that tournament in Russia, it's it's one of those things you see on social media, you hear at the match, especially when he's done a, a poor pass or kicked the ball out of play or he's made a mistake like the weekend. The, a lot of people have said that it sort of got to him and it's it's got to his head this this fame and this this profile of being England's number one. Do do you look at him as, as someone who would be affected by that sort of thing? And, and would you agree with those assessments or not? Um, it, it's difficult to say, you know. I, I do I do know Jordan, and uh, you know uh, he, he is uh, he's he's a very likable kid. You know, he's uh, he's he's got a real sort of um, uh, it's like youthful enthusiasm. You know, it, especially when he he started playing for England and uh, and got his big move to Everton. You know, he, he's never lost that sort of enthusiasm. He still looked like that fifteen, sixteen year old kid who was. Still, still loved the game, mm. and it was, you know, when, when you become a professional footballer, sometimes it, it can become a job, and you it can take the edge off your enjoyment. But he just, he, every single sort of um, climb he made through the ranks, he just seemed to embrace it, and he just sort of loved it. And, and I think that, you know, once you get to the the level he's at now, and the level of scrutiny that that comes with that, I think that, you know you do have to change. It's, it's you know, it, it maybe for rightly or wrongly, it, uh, you, you do have to sort of mature uh, in all aspects, on and off the pitch. You know, there's the incident in Sunderland, uh, you know, outside a, a bar in Sunderland not so long ago, and you know, uh, uh, you know, it's something that a lot of players, certainly young players, go through. You know, you make these mistakes and you learn from them. But I think Jones at an age now where it's, I think. Uh, he benefit from you know just uh, living a, a quieter life and just taking the spotlight off off anything that's happened off the pitch or anything away from his performances. Just focus on that. And like I said, you, you want him to have character. You mm. want him to, you know, he's he's not just uh, he's not beige. You know what I mean? And, and all the, this carry on sometimes with um, you know with Newcastle fans and sort of. Yeah, the bit of banter that he enjoys with them, well, he, he certainly enjoys it. But it's, you know, all these things. It's, it's only if you if you use them for uh, positively, and if he, you know, you can, you can sort of use it to to make your performances better and to rise to the occasion and sort of a, a bit more of a motivation. But I think when you know when when performances levels drops and you, you, you are making errors, then. That's the time you need to focus on on your performances. Yeah, I think it for me. I think we reached the point you mentioned about the Newcastle angle there and the game last season where Everton were two 0 up and ultimately lost three two. And 
you know, he has a bit of a, a shocker of a second half and he's, you know, chuntering away at fans behind the goal and, and you know, shushing them going off the pitch. It, that felt like a bit of a watershed moment for him, certainly in light of what, what happened at, at that night in Sunderland. And I think one of the things that was impressive towards the back end of last season was that he seemed to have, have learned from that and it seemed as though we were seeing a much more mature Jordan Pickford. And I think what's been disappointing in regards to the off-pitch recently, and we'll, we'll come on to the, the quotes from Saturday, you know, shortly. It was, I, I don't know if you saw the clip of him at the darts recently as well, and that was on the that was on the same day that Everton had appointed Carlo Ancelotti, and, you know, going the darts with your mate is fine, but being stood up on a chair, you know, sort of, not not drawing attention to yourself, but, but you know, making you, you know, showing that you are there and, you know, being the, the, the centre of attention. I think that sort of thing is, has left a lot of supporters a little bit disappointed. And I'm certainly not speaking for everybody there, but with that in mind, do you think that's something that will ever completely go from him and his personality? Because I suppose now we're not talking about a, a lad who's a kid anymore. We're talking about a, a 25-year-old father in some respects. Yeah, exactly. And I, I think that's, it, it's a shame that sort of uh, that the players do have to change uh, because... I think a lot of the time fans want to see themselves in players. You know, there has yeah. been because of the money in the game and the, the distance that's grown between fans and players. There's no longer that you know the the lad on the stands is now on the pitch and uh, the one of us type of things. It's um, things have changed, and I do think that yeah, he should be allowed to to go to the dart if that's what he wants to do or. He should be able to come back to Sunderland and go out with his mates and things like that. But sometimes it's it's not about what you do yourself. You can do all these things, but like like I said about the incident outside of Sunderland Bar, it's not always you know you can go out there and, and be good as gold. Mm. But then it's how other people treat you, or other people see you, and how other people react to you as well. And you you can't control that. So sometimes it's just better to take yourself out of those situations. And I think that. Um, like I said, it's a short career and he's probably got another 10 years left in the game at the level he's playing at now where, you know, that'll, that'll be gone quickly. Mm. And and all these little things, like you said, you mentioned about the, the Newcastle um, the Newcastle incidents, it, they're just distractions. And at the level he's playing at now, you can't have those sort of um, lapses in concentration or distractions to your performance and your concentration. It, other players can do that. Outfield players can do that because they can easily jump back into the game because they're involved all the time. Um, with goalkeepers, it's different. You need different levels of concentration, different types of concentration. And to let yourself be distracted by that and taken out of the game, um, it's it's naive, to be honest with you, to think that you can you can always cope with that. And, you know, I think, I, I think I've think seen Neville Southall, um, you know, talking about him before and think saying that, well, you know, it's good that he's got character and and if fans are having a go at you, then, you know, it's kind of like a bit of backhanded respect because if they weren't bothered about you at all, then, yeah. you know, there'd be more of a problem. But then you've, you've got to make sure that your performances and, and mistakes don't come into the game while this is all going on. And I think it's, like I said before, if, if, he's, if he's going to carry on with this, he's got to make sure that there's... There's no cracks appearing in his game. On his form overall at the moment, I think it'd, it'd probably be fair to say that he, he's certainly not playing well, not at the top of his game when it comes to his, his time at Everton. And 
I don't know how much of, of him this season you, you've watched, David, but I think one of the, the things that, that, that's maybe worried me a little bit, and it'd be interesting to get your insights on this as, as a former goalkeeper, it doesn't really feel as though there's there's one aspect of his game that you could say that's where he's fallen down at the moment. It, it seems as though over the last few weeks he's made different types of mistakes in terms of his, his distribution, in terms of the command of his area, and obviously looking at the, the game at the weekend, just in terms of saving you know shots that, that are sort of straight at him. When, when you're a keeper in that position, is, is that more annoying when you feel as though there's, there's lots of moving parts to your game that you can't quite nail down? I think this this is probably one of the, the the big criticism, if I have any, of sort of Jordan the way that Jordan sort of his plays his game. He's very highly strung. Now, up until the last couple of seasons, up until that point where he uh, you know he saves the, the the penalties against Colombia in the World Cup, and he has great performances and he, he gains a lot of credit from that. Up until that point, it's almost that his his character and personality it helped him. You know, it, it's. You know, he he, uh, he has like a, I said before about like this 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 innocence and youthful enthusiasm that sometimes it's great because it, it block it, it's blocked out everything that's happened to him. It's almost like he doesn't um, he doesn't feel the pressure because um, just because he doesn't realise it's there. He's just enjoying the game. Where now, because of you know things have changed in the last couple of seasons, and and goalkeepers who perform like he does, who like I said, who are like seem highly strong on the pitch what you're always going to do is is have um, sort of fluctuations in, in performances mm. there'll be games when that will help you greatly and it'll keep you on your toes and you'll, you'll, you know you you feel superhuman but if it's in games when you you, you need to be focused on uh, you know you're not used a lot and you need to be focused on every moment when you are uh, when you're called upon being highly strong isn't isn't something that you want to, you want to do and I think more often than not now, there's so like, it's a wide spectrum of goalkeepers. There isn't just a template saying this is um, this is the way a goalkeeper should be. This is how a top class goalkeeper should be. Because from All Black to Allison to to Jordan himself, that you know, it depends on the, the philosophy of the team and they have to fit into that as well. But one thing I will say is that probably from um, you know someone like Edwin Van der Sar onwards, goalkeepers now tend to be Calmer, mm. and to be you know, it, it's about decision making, and like I said, when you it, when you you're highly strung, you know, and you, you, your head can be all over the place, and you, you sort of everything's hectic. You'll need to be one that calms everything down, and if you like that, your decisions can be a bit erratic as well. So that's probably why that, like you said, there, there isn't one part of his game that you think that that that's what he needs to improve on. It, it, it can because your decisions decision making is affected. It, it goes across all parts of your game. And I think that yeah, you look at the, the who are the best goalkeepers in the league at the moment. You know, two of the two Brazilians mm. at Liverpool and, and Man City. Look at their demeanour. Look at the way they they're really calm. And more often than not, they make the right decision because of that calmness as well. So it, it's just something that's uh, like I said. It, I thought it would have been something that would have came just after that World Cup. I thought it would have been like that's it. He, he's reached that level. He, he's been able to cope with the pressure of playing in, in World Cups uh, when he's had little international experience before. I thought then we would see the the, the, the maturing. I think that you can blame other things. You know, it's it's been uh, it has been exactly been a, a stable ship at um, no. in, in the last couple of seasons. 
And even though, you know, you look at the league position now and the, the results from Angelo, it looks a lot steadier now as well. But I think now he seems to have a, a settled back four. You look at that back four from Saturday, Dania, Mina, Keane and Seamus Coleman. You know, that's a steady back four. And if you can keep those together, then it should benefit him. He should be sort of become more uh, secure because of that as well. But, um, yeah, I, think, I just, just think that it's, it's maybe time for him just to, just to focus on his game, like I said. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to, because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. Sports Social Podcast Network. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.